0: morning you're listening to episode 46 of the book morning podcast and today i'm reviewing spencer johnson's book the present the gift that makes you happy and successful at work and in life hey everyone i'm your host chris cardona and welcome to the book morning podcast if this is your first time listening then thanks a lot for coming one of my favorite quotes in life by warren buffett is the best investment you can make is an investment in yourself the more you learn the more you'll earn. And that is exactly the goal I have for this podcast, to continue expanding my life, learning from the best mentors and examples of success in the world, both living and not, through their stories and books to achieve the successful life we ourselves and our families deserve. The Book Morning Podcast is produced daily for your enjoyment, where I bring you my takeaways, gold nuggets, and summaries from some of the best books I read and study every day. Show notes can be found at www.bookmorning.com. Are you all ready? Well, let's get the show started. Our lives today are consumed with goals, plans, and thoughts of wishes and wants in life. We're often a victim of time, constantly trying to find out what we need to do tomorrow, or even dwelling on our past and regretting what could have been or should have been. How often do we actually enjoy our work? Or do we get caught up thinking about getting things done and meeting deadlines and not giving ourselves the chance to actually enjoy the process? We get stressed out trying to impress others with our work that it keeps us in a cycle of worry and not be able to perform to our fullest potential. As a father with a very busy life, I sometimes get distracted thinking about tomorrow that it keeps me from enjoying the quality time I'm actually spending with my family. I remember listening to a speech by Jeff Bezos, the founder and CEO of Amazon, tell a story when they were a young and -and up-and-coming startup. They were packing their orders on the floor, and their knees hurt so bad. And then he came up with an idea, which he felt was stupid, that they needed knee pads. One of his employees chuckled and said, no, we need packing tables, which he often credits as brilliant. When he thinks back to those days, He remembers those long days and weeks as one of the luckiest experiences that he had ever happened to him. Not the surge of orders, but the challenge they faced itself, which they learned to accept. He said it formed the culture of customer service in every department, every single person in the company, because we had to work with our hands so close to the customers, making sure that those orders went out. It really set up a culture that served us well And that is our goal to be Earth's most consumer-centric company. And he did this by being present in the moment for those customers they were serving at the time. That is what author Spencer Johnson tries to address in this book, in a form of a parable. Similar to his other best-selling book, which I also love, Who Moved My Cheese, which I did a review on on episode 4. This book tells us to live in the present moment. Our past is already done and we can't redo while our future is hard to predict. The present is a story about a young man who discovers a way to live. The man didn't understand life and became bitter and was letting his life unravel. Then, a mentor gets him going in the right direction. The story starts with a young boy who is told by a wise old man about something called the present, which he says the boy will find to be the most valuable gift of all in life. One day... The wise old man observed the boy fully happy and engaged, cutting grass. And then the boy asked about the present, which he thought was an actual present. The wise old man gave the boy what seemed at the time a vague answer, that the present is so wonderful that it would make him happier and more successful than anything else he could ever receive in life. As the boy grew into his teens, he kept wondering about how and where he could find the present. The wise old man reminded him he already knew and reminded him how he was so engaged when he was cutting the grass years ago. But the boy did not understand and the old man told him the present is a gift we have to give to ourselves. This puzzled and intrigued them even more. But as the boy grew into a young man, he forgot all about the present and began working life like most of us and encountered personal struggles at work and at home. He was passed over a promotion for work, and he spoke to the old man again, who told him to spend some time to reflect on the times he was the most happy in life. The young man rented a cabin in the mountains where there was peace and quiet. As the young man sat and pondered, he noticed the furniture was so well made. He admired how the craftsman must have been so engaged in carving and putting this furniture together the same way he was as a child when he was cutting that grass. This hit him and realized that he needed to live in the present by focusing on what was happening right now. So the first lesson is be in the present. Use your purpose to direct you to what is important. When you want to be happier and more effective, focus on what is right now. Respond to what is important today. Ask ourselves, what is right now? So to continue the story, the young man was inspired by his discovery of the present, that he returned to work with a renewed energy and enthusiasm. And for a time, he prospered as he was more engaged than ever. But he found his colleagues letting him down and not pulling their own weight at work. And he ends up picking up the slack. This causes his performance to suffer, and his boss sees this and pressures him to do better. With this new added pressure from his boss, he again returns to the old man and asks, what am I missing? I'm already living the present. The wise old man told him, you need to learn from the past. He had an aha moment. He then returned to work and communicated with his colleague to resolve the problem and impressed his boss with the newfound conviction and commitment and again moves forward at his work happily. The second lesson is learn from the past. Use the past to make the now better than the past. When you want to make the present better, look at what happened in the past, learn something valuable from it, and do things differently today. Ask ourselves, what happened in the past, what did I learn from it, and what can I do differently now? So as he did better, he was promoted to a new position and does well for a while, until he gets started to get overwhelmed with all the responsibilities and trying to juggle many things in life, and was wasting time on unimportant things. So again, he consults with the old man and is advised that there is a third element to living in the present, that is to plan for the future. The young man starts planning about the future, trying to think ahead to try to find opportunities and solutions to problems that he feels will be presented in the future. At an important meeting where the company is already having trouble with the quality of their product, the firm was considering cutting its research and development budget to save some money, which based on his plan for the future, he disagreed with. The young man was able to point out what a brighter future was there for the firm if they did not cut budget because their products were already suffering. And in turn, one of their core products became a huge success. The third lesson is help create the future. Take the action to make it happen. When you want to make a future better than the present, imagine what the wonderful future would look like. Make a realistic plan and do something today to help it happen. Ask ourselves, what would a wonderful future be like? What are my plans to make it happen? And what am I doing today to make it happen? So as the young man matured, his old mentor passes away. This caused him to reflect on his life and concluded that the old wise man had one more element he lacked. That was purpose. He now realized that this was the final element to living in the present. It is when you live with purpose that life live in the present has meaning. So the final lesson is realize your purpose and respond to what's important about the present past and future. Explore ways to make your work and life more meaningful. That was a very interesting fable. I highly recommend it as it is very simple, short to read, and has very good lessons, even for a younger audience. Allow me to leave you with this. The main message of living in the present is that we should be fully engaged in whatever we are doing at any time. Give our full attention to what we are involved in. We all know the ancient Romans would say carpe diem, seize the day. But given that in today's modern society that is full of distraction, this has become a rarity. We must remember that being in the present means tuning out distractions and paying attention to what is important now. It's hard to let go of the past if we haven't learned from it. Look at what happened in the past, learn something valuable from it, use what we learned to improve the present, and picture what a wonderful future would be like create a realistic plan to help it happen, and put our plan into action in the present. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I encourage you all to please connect with me. Please do share, subscribe, leave a rating, and review. I'd very much appreciate your honest feedback, which helps me continually provide impactful content that I hope you will find valuable. And remember, a book a day keeps failures at bay. Until next time, thank you and have a success-filled day.